0: We waited last time, and we waited too long, and we didn't see how much they hated us. I lost you, and then we lost Hannah. Are oh, just gonna forget about her now? We will never, ever forget about her, but we cannot help her if we are dead. It's changing, Luke. This country is changing.
1: No, Canada is not Gilead.
0: America wasn't Gilead until it was. And then it was too
1: fucking late. Luke, we have to go. We have to run. Now. <laughs>
0: Hello, and welcome to the latest episode of Resisting Gilead, where we are going to talk about the season five finale titled Safe, directed by Elizabeth Moss. And today I have with me Axel Foley, the Mac Daddy and founder of the Daily DVR oh, Podcasting gosh. Network. You like that? How are you doing, Axel?
1: I'm doing good. If I'm the Mac Daddy, you can be the Daddy Mac and... uh <laughs> we'll make our way through gilead
0: i'm doing good i'm
1: interested i I got i i actually actually i have a lot of conflicting feelings about this season and this episode and i'm here to work it out
0: okay good i think you know i i never really joined any Handmaid's Tale fan groups before, but before this season I did join one on Facebook and it's always very interesting to see kind of some of the discussions and I don't think you're alone with feeling conflicted about this season. So I'm curious to, to hear your thoughts and why don't we kick off with that overall? What did you think of this season?
1: Well, that's the, the conflict is that i found the watchability and accessibility of the show was much more it was more open i think to me to people who have been with it for a long time even if someone had just binged and came up to this season this year i feel like they would really kind of ease into this season and and it just had more of a an easy flow to it but Mm. i also felt that it was so frustrating to me because i feel i don't know i kind of feel like this was a 0.5 season i don't I, i feel some other seasons we've had such character arcs and plot arcs and i i just felt that this season was kind of like lulls punctuated by high drama and then back to kind of a lull and i felt that lull was guiding our characters in certain directions especially june who i felt was told by many characters like Harness your energy. She was given opportunities to like focus her anger and fight against Gilead, organize, become a part of the resistance. You know, do something with the power you have. I think Tuella said that to her like two or three times, and she just she didn't want to do that. I can understand that, and that's a that's a part of her healing process and and all the trauma she's been through. But for me as a viewer, I found it ultimately incredibly frustrating. Um, and I felt that there were just, you know, the back and forth with Serena. Um, <laughs> it, it just, you know, I don't know. I, I came out of this season really feeling like I'm in no way like did I think that the show jumped the shark or got bad or anything. I just feel that it was more so gearing up for a final season than it was a complete season. And for The Handmaid's Tale, that felt odd to me.
0: When you say 0.5 season, what do you mean?
1: I mean, like, it was like, it, you know, it's like when they would do, like, the final season of Breaking Bad, part one and part two. Okay,
0: got it. You know, it was like <laughs> yeah.
1: half a season. You know yeah. what I mean? It was like season 4.5 or, f- you know, because, right, it was season well, five, right?
0: Yeah. You know, I don't think you're-
1: 5.5, 5, I should say.
0: Well, I actually think maybe it was season 4.5 okay. because I felt like last season also- Granted, they ended with, you know, the the brutal murder of Fred, but I almost think if you look at seasons four and five together, it's a much more like that almost makes a complete season. Okay.
1: Yeah. Like, you I know, see that. yeah.
0: Like kind of the killing of Fred was the the climax to, you know, kind of the the climax to the season, you know, like a good halfway point. And then it's kind of dealing with all the aftermath of that. But, but I agree with you. and And I don't know if that's because both seasons were only 10 episodes as opposed to 13, which is what we got in seasons two and three, but... But I also think there was a big shift with the show once June got out of Gilead as well. And and part of me feels like, because I I kind of felt not that the season was disjointed, but it felt different, right? And, And I think even parts of season four felt different. And I think it was almost intentional because we're following June really on her journey through this. And it almost makes sense for there to be a really different vibe once she's out of Gilead, because she's also navigating how to live, love, behave, carry on after once she's out. And we're kind of stuck with her and feeling that. And so in some ways, whether it's intentional or not, it's almost justifiable in a really strange way. I don't know. Yes. I feel like it's no, near I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's the frustration is I, I could, I can't, you know, I wouldn't be frustrated if I could just say, Hey, I think they blew it this season. You right. know, I just, I don't think it's like maybe if we want to talk about our dearly departed Westworld, um, <laughs> you know, say uh-huh. it didn't work you know, but no, this season worked. It totally worked. It just felt like a kind of stutter step. And I understand too, that, especially when following, I mean, this is our handmaid is June, right. We're Mm -hmm. following her journey where she's at. It totally makes sense. Um, But I felt like that was echoed in all even if you look at like Serena's journey, where it seemed at times she was triumphantly going, you know, with Fred's funeral, then she's brought back down. Then she's going to make this new um, freedom center, right? (laughs) For women. Mm -hmm. And, And then she's brought back down and then she challenges she's brought. So it just kind of felt like maybe their journeys were mirrors of each other. And that's why they end up together at the end. Well, Um, uh, yeah.
0: I mean, I would say this season with Serena, everything she went through for the most part was a mirror to June's Handmade experience. Like even down to giving birth basically on your own i mean fortunately yeah. she had june otherwise i think she would have been screwed well
1: that's what i was going to say it was a little better than june's playlist. but well- you're right they did work the <laughs> emotional roller coaster you're right and the way that they kept yeah upping it with um with her who was her I, I forget the name of the woman who played or uh what the name of the woman who was kind of her house mother um, was bossing her around i'm trying to find oh her.
0: mrs wheeler alana right yeah yes yeah. the
1: journey with her how she became more and more obsessive and controlling of the baby and all you know
0: mm-hmm. yeah um,
1: that mimicked that too because that's the way she fucking acted
0: oh oh yeah even like down to controlling what she eats having yep. to kind of yep. kowtow Ooh. to the man of the house like it was all very um it it was all kind of good, just desserts to, to give Serena a real taste of what she'd put June through, uh, without the rapes, of course. But yes. um, and you know, and and even when Serena had her grand moments, like. When June was a handmaid, she still had some very grand moments, like something would get a little bit better, like the small moment of triumph. And yeah. then it would just like, I'll go to shit again. So it was, we kind of got the, you know, I call it handmaid, handmaid's experience light that Serena went through. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. that's
1: true. Um, there was one other thing I want to bring up before I forget. I f- yeah. was it just me or were there less or maybe for me, less powerful music cues this season than there were in previous seasons. You know, um... it just didn't feel like there was many needle drops, you know, and like they always do it at the end of the episode, but it just seemed like it was a little less of that kind of almost magic realism because those would often be accompanied by slow motion shots or close, you know, yeah. I just, I felt like there was a little less of that, which actually I, I kind of melt, felt that this season was a bit more raw in that way. Um, Cause it didn't have the, it didn't have as much of the, that fake polish of Gilead.
0: Right. And, and, and maybe that's why the fake polish, you know, I think even even the kind of background music that's true to the show there was nothing really new and I think last season we had a new kind of theme there was this new theme that emerged that was more for like we saw when June and Nick met up with um Nicole at that school at one point but um Even the mainstream music that they weave in, definitely less of that. You know, honestly, the one time I really noticed it was in this last episode when they're at the Lawrence household getting ready for the wedding. And there was this kind of like 1950s, 60s, you know, like very 50s housewife type of, yeah, yeah. And I was like, "Oh, this is you know so Naomi really and her parties that she puts on, yeah. you know, kind of like that '50s '60s housewife. This is how you entertain to please your man type of background music."
1: <laughs> Definitely, um, I like I like the upping of her to more of a series regular. Yeah, you know, like kind of being on more. I thought that that was really effective. Um, yeah.
0: I, I really enjoyed that as well um and she's she's such a you know like all these characters a lot of these characters are just kind of a mixed bag and I thought she was going to be somewhat nicer but she's still kind of a spoiled brat you oh, know completely. like very snotty with Lydia yeah. and till Lydia kind of puts her in her place and then just like, it was super strange with Janine all of a sudden, like, it's so nice to have a friendly face here. And I'm like, where's this woman <laughs> been the whole series? Like, I've never yeah. seen her kind of, you know, be so, I don't know. Well, she was finally put in a situation where she was, you know, not on solid footing in this house of a stranger, basically, like handmaids yeah. are in a way. Arranged marriage, arranged political marriage. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. No, that was great. So um let's uh let's dive into this episode a little and trying to think where we should actually begin. Maybe I don't know because everything seemed to have a cliffhanger. So we're all we're all ending in, in cliffhangers. Maybe we start with and it was all pretty interwoven as well. Um, maybe we do start with the whole kind of Lydia, Naomi, Janine story. Um, but you know, it's interesting because I feel like aunt Lydia was almost planning. It's hard to tell. Last episode I thought, oh, Lydia's planning for Janine to go in this household. Um, but it was clear she really wasn't when that one aunt is like, Hey, you know people have been slow to notice that you dote on her but they are noticing and she needs to be posted and so then lydia kind of came up with this idea to stick janine in the lawrence oh household god
1: i know <laughs> it was um, like what the it, it but it just shows that dissonance right um similar to what you said about naomi and having been around some peeps in my life that I would consider to be cult members (laughs) I have seen that and it's unnerving and it's weird and that kind of no this is going to be great like this is a great idea and it's the absolute worst idea ever and totally is is in a fantasy world that only exists in her head her I think it's interesting that you see with Aunt Lydia The slow deterioration of the idea of Gilead that she has in her mind Mm -hmm. chipping away slowly until she sees reality and the levels at which she sees that reality it's like first she kind of sees it among June kind of awakens her to the to the what's happening with the handmaids and the girls, right? She doesn't want to accept. Then she accepts it. Then she thinks, oh, if I befriend uh, Lawrence, right? Or I have mm-hmm. power on my side. Oh, I can make this right because Gilead is a great place. Then Lawrence turns on <laughs> this thing too, right? It's like levels upon levels and she goes just, it's a back and forth step with her. But I think finally... doing this and seeing what happened and also the way it was pretty much exactly what happened with june right even down Mm. to uh even down to what uh, janine says right which is exactly what june said to serena i don't like you
0: yeah we're not
1: friends yeah we're not friends (laughs) like it was word for word i feel so
0: hopeful don't you
1: And honestly, it'll just be nice to have a friendly face in the house of Joseph. That's not my name. Pardon? We're not friends. Do you really think that we're friends? I think... That you are one of the worst people I have ever known. I am not your friend. I hate you, Naomi. How can you not know that? Yeah. And and then I had to sit for a second. I was like, wait a second. Was she in the room? No, she didn't hear June say that. Yeah. No. Yeah. You know, and then I was and then it was like, gosh, this is really about i think in that sense that moment was about janine but it was really also about lydia and her what happens at the end there is she finally gonna realize that there's just like june said when she was offered the opportunity to watch her daughter be raped for her whole life right like the it was like she won the lottery it's like no you are horrible (laughs) i will not accept any part of Gilead
0: it's um it's really interesting in fact Lawrence and Lydia are I think in some ways their own mirrors of each other because they are well Lydia seemed like she was a true believer from the beginning though I think we'll find out more to her backstory as next season and the testaments go on But both she and Lawrence have had this realization that Gilead's not all it's cracked up to be. And while they're not working together to make it better yet, because clearly Lawrence shot down Lydia's, you know, idea of the handmade Hotel, uh, which would at least keep these women from, you know, the constant day in and day out abuse of their commanders, you know, they they both are trying to make changes, but they're maybe so far sucked into this that they're kind of making some desperate attempts. Like they're desperate to do anything to try to make it better. And they're going to find out that it's, their great ideas just aren't going to work. Um, I mean, this was the most desperate I think we've ever seen, Lydia, she, you know, desperately wanted something to work out for Janine, and seemed pleased at first when it did, and then she was desperately begging her to go back and beg for forgiveness in this household, and, and even the end, it was, it was really pretty heartbreaking to see Lydia so wrapped up in this, you know, she she, you know, prayed to God to save Janine before when she had been poisoned and, you know, now she's, you know, got shoved down by the guardian and, and she's like, Janine's my girl, you know, <laughs> and it was, you know, we finally see Aunt Lydia's murder face, but I think that's because she is starting to realize how desperate and how powerless she really is, even though she is an aunt and orchestrated this like great power marriage. Yeah.
1: Well, because her power only derives from this man, Lawrence, mm.
0: right? Yeah. She doesn't
1: actually have any power. And the moment he, when they said, you know, I'm going to tell it like you said, and, and they were like, no, Lawrence is the one who told us to take her. What do you like? What do you think? Yeah. He's running, he seems to be running the show. And yeah. I, I, uh, I, I hope my hope for and why i was frustrated too for this we would see more of a resistance being built and aunt lydia could obviously be a huge part of that um yeah we didn't talk we we're going to talk about nick but he might have fucked that part up but
0: um, <laughs> but maybe
1: not because lawrence is so weird and so driven by guilt and shame that he actually, even after Nick punched him, he was still kind of like upset about it. You know what I mean? Like he looked right. hurt. He looked hurt. But Yeah. I just, I think with Lydia, I hope she's reached that point because how many times you, I mean, I, I have to say, I didn't have much sympathy for her and I don't have any, because how many times, you know what's going on? Like how long can you pretend that, this is somehow going to work out well for any of these women or any of these girls uh how young they're bringing them in you know like with mm-hmm. June's daughter yeah. it's just you know if, if i need to really see that change with lydia and it's yeah. it's definitely earned yeah um and i i'm not i'm i see who who she is but maybe is this even going to be it? I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if next season she's back to convincing herself that she can at least make things better for my little angels and they can sing hard knock life together. I was waiting for Jay-Z to kick in or something, (laughs) but that was, that was a good scene. And and, yeah, it was very sweet. Of course they do get me when she kind of smiles and yeah. And, and also you feel as a viewer you know, a couple seasons ago, she'd run in there and yell at them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. And it feels like she's softening.
1: Yeah. Which I like that.
0: Yeah. And, and, you know, I think this is kind of the beginning of some sort of change for her. I, I, it'll be interesting to see what actually does happen with Janine. And if that really pushes her over the edge or not to take some type of more action, but, um, You know, it's and, you know, let's talk about Nick and Lawrence for a minute, because um, there is part of me that feels like that whole him going in and slapping Lawrence might have been a little bit for show. I don't There's just something that seemed so out of character for Nick because he's a pretty cool customer. And you know, he does like have this baby on the way, and he has to stay married to like maintain his position. He he just signed this deal with uh America to be a double agent. And it almost makes me feel like Lawrence still does not have enough street cred with people like Mackenzie, um, who's Hannah's Gilead father. And f- Part of me almost felt like it was a, you know, to make Lawrence look better in the eyes of Mackenzie that, you know, like Lawrence was capable of, of giving the order to take out June or that has just as much beef with June because he basically aided and abetted in the kidnapping of those 85 children, you know, (laughs) So mm, yeah, he, I think he's still climbing the ladder, and so I was kind of like, "Is that even real?" And they did haul him away, but I don't know the, something just kind of felt well. This, I mean, maybe this is the thing—stuff starting to break down, and everything feels a little disjointed because they're realizing Gilead's not working out the way
1: they wanted it to. Um, um I like that, Gina. That makes me. Hmm, that gets you know. I love all that uh, conspiracy mythology stuff and and sh- and if there's like some, you know, it's like what what is it in Game of Thrones? The Great Northern Plan or something like that, right? Oh, Isn't I it?
0: can't remember in the books. Yes, <laughs> I, there I is a they... great, there is a some big plan, <laughs> and I can't remember what it is. Um,
1: but yes, but if there is some like Great Lawrence Nick plan that this is a way. To maybe, you're right, because that dude, Mackenzie, who is the guy, he's been in a bunch of stuff, but he's basically the one of the only leader, you know, mm-hmm. leaders of Gilead that we recognize by face at this point, right? Yeah. They, they get a big fat close-up of him after when Nick is being taken yes. away. Yeah. And I... I I, that's interesting because Lawrence is seriously, I mean, I know that this is supposed to be a heel turn. And I agree with you listening to your podcast that I think he sent June that video. Mm -hmm. and totally set the whole thing up, which I also didn't, I know Trey was saying, she was like, I hadn't thought of that. I didn't really either, but when it happened, I did. Mm -hmm. As soon as it happened, I was like, oh my God, this was a fucking setup, you know? Um, It just happened, like the planes were taken out so quickly. Yeah. With so efficiently too. So I was like, he did that, but you know, he though, he also often has said to june that the position that he's in these type of decisions have to be made and if there's if it takes these people you know those uh, those american planes and pilots dying just so he can secure his position and in mm-hmm. the long run help right yeah um just like his um Bethleh- what's it called the jerusalem or bethlehem New bethlehem new yeah. bethlehem that thing too which of course seems like a trap to june but you could see from the, if you believe him from his point of view that politically speaking he's right they have to you know i think if we kind of distill like the main mythology of this show is that this whole thing started the reason why gilead exists is because this is really a sci-fi tale in -hmm. which women can no longer have children. Right. Right? So there is a all over the world. So they mention that offhand in the show, but sometimes I feel like if they kind of, we don't get to see the other countries and stuff, so they kind of have to stress it a little bit more. But when you put it in that context and that, Is it true? One thing that they have mentioned throughout this season, how is it that Serena got pregnant? How is it that Nick's wife got pregnant? It does seem like maybe the terrible, awful Mm -hmm. side of Gilead is balanced in some way by this clean living, not polluting the environment right and well, all and this that's, yeah microplastics yeah you know? that is so, like
0: the one thing that i've always like the one i think good thing about gilead is that they're super environmentally conscious for the most is part
1: that working is it true like when they have yeah. said serena kept on set like when we had this scene what was it last episode when she just before she ran off with the baby um which was also a mirror of and it also when the um the uh the cook kind of gave June a go ahead when she had mm-hmm. run before you know it was yeah. indicative of that, but um it it made me think hey maybe Serena's right like maybe the take out all the God and and the terrible cultish shit but the clean living part maybe right. that was why women were not getting pregnant.
0: Well, because it had to do with the men's fertility as well. It wasn't just a problem with the women, right? Because if it was a problem with the women, they wouldn't have so many handmaids. And that's why Serena was initially so desperate to have Nick try and impregnate June. That's a strong
1: point. Here you go. Well, I am a man and and there's my bias. Well, and it's because
0: because of the, the, the God issues blinding them that they're not willing to run fertility tests on everyone to just find out
1: mm, and, um, and, and do in vitro ins-
0: even yeah. instead you know they want to do it like this biblical way because they think that's yeah. the way when yeah. really it probably is more the science element to it wh- with it being an environmental yeah. issue because we know these people at their core have not become better god-fearing people no. they're still just as shitty <laughs> if not <laughs> more like- so <laughs> than they were before.
1: <laughs> Gina says what I, I was like, I didn't think that needed to be said, but this is a podcast. So yeah, let's it's, say. Yes, um, totally. It's no. Totally. Yes. Yeah. What you're it's right. about. But you bring up a you bring up a great point. Um that if they're the the women if it were whatever it is, the science of it is not being investigated. They're right. and that's something that reminds me of again, what Lawrence said a couple episodes ago when he was talking to June and he was saying he, he, I think a word he used was these crazy people hijacked mm-hmm. what yes. I was doing. Yeah. And if that's true and we, we don't have a Lawrence origin episode either, which would be amazing. Oh, I would love it. Um, but I think that that's an interesting idea that if he could if he's trying to slowly strip that away until they come to some sort of thing, you know, some sort of realization that, Hey, the clean living part and the environmental part is what's aiding, maybe getting the sperms going, but the God part is what's obviously, you know, or you're, I shouldn't just say the God part, the Gilead part Mm -hmm. is what's, Poisoning is really the poison there, you know, and it, but I think that like so much in this show, that is something that we see, you know, when well, we see debates in real life. And we have obviously, with recent Supreme Court decisions, and then uh-huh. when people think if you're so you know, like, I've always thought to people like, you're going to protest, how many people who are protesting in front of a Planned Parenthood, and scaring some woman at a very difficult time of her life, adopted a kid, you know? yeah. I mean, there's other, like, that's what I mean. When you start thinking of if we could come together and try to understand better the issues that surround it and how it's interconnected, um, maybe we can do that. And I want to hope That that's the way I think I say that, because I hope that's the way Lawrence is thinking. But his behavior as of recently, (laughs) and I mean, also being a founder of Gilead, speak otherwise. Yeah. You know, so even if he does have that desire to do this, is he really the man to do it? I think probably not.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Um, I mean, I think he's trying so hard because what he (laughs) tried to do last time in a sick and twisted way worked, but he does want to make it better for people. And it's interesting the name New Bethlehem because if Bethlehem's the birthplace of Christ, it's really where a new religious sensibility began in a sense, which maybe he's going to try and even roll out
1: like you know it does seem like
0: gilead light just like serena had handmaids right tail but light, and I, and you know, with yeah. that
1: i agree with june no you yeah. gotta throw out the baby with yeah. the bath water this yeah. time people sorry
0: but yeah it, you know, yeah i'm not
1: gonna it's not that's yeah but i can though as a viewer of this show i can understand that being a point of view that lawrence might believe
0: oh yeah definitely definitely
1: that's Um, what keeps him kind of
0: yeah question mark well and speaking of new bethlehem and i thought this was kind of an interesting theory for us to throw around is we've got nick kind of sitting in a cell um although a very high class clean one you know (laughs) and we have janine on a a van in a van with a Martha who I don't think it was the same Martha that told her about June. It was really hard to tell because it was so dark. Um, and a Martha in in a van that the eyes are taking. Now, some people are saying, "What if they're all going to be like exiled to New Bethlehem, and that's where they're going to live from now on?" And this is another kind of ploy. From Lawrence like you said you know you would think they're kind of gearing up for a revolution in Gilead um and it's like well maybe Lawrence is going to start exiling certain people to New Bethlehem to plan the revolution or that are more inclined to revolt um
1: that could be true but it the New Bethlehem is not a place in which the um Rules of Gilead do not apply. That's the part. That's the bullshittery. You know, because well, supposedly
0: they can still, you know, women will be able to read and write, and there won't be hangings. Yeah, but they handmaids. still get raped
1: all the time. And by you know, what I mean that's. I guess that's better. You're right. Oh, like,
0: you mean if they're a young girl that's been yeah, forced into marriage, at, yeah,
1: or if they're Janine, she Maybe. can still. She's still of. uh She can still have a child, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I I mean if she maybe he sends her there with and, and maybe that's Nick's new uh handmaid. Wife.
0: <laughs> well, I, I don't think his wife wants him anymore. So that's go. another that's, yeah. kind of thing.
1: Um Oh, I have a question for you, Gina. Uh-huh. Um when 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 Nick, when there, when kind of there was that scene, and I can't remember which episode it was in where all of the commanders are together. And then it's kind of uh, like Naomi's sits in the chair. And do you remember that scene where they're all in the room and Naomi at the end sits in the chair next to Lawrence? One of the commanders a pop just before nick and his wife enter the room says something weird like about their arrangement or their relations or something like that and about,
0: i uh, about uh and... And
1: no about nick and his wife
0: so, um was it about them, or were was it when the one wife was saying to Rose, "Well, you know, hopefully there will be no genetic issues?"
1: Yes, that was it. okay. Because, okay, that was it. Yeah, that, okay, I'm sorry. It's okay. You are totally right. That made me, and I was gonna say, are they related or something? Is that?
0: No. She walks with a cane which so, it's been oh, very subtle
1: oh it was like a nazi reference to like inferior she's inferior yes. in some way. okay well
0: and i mean i get it yes I get it. and okay, honestly we oh, saw it we saw in one episode when they did a flashback to the beginning of gilead we saw them taking women yep. with down syndrome and mm-hmm. who had issues with being able to walk or not they were feeding him to the dogs so clearly rose escaped that because her dad is this high high commander who hopefully will meet next season um you know it seems like he probably outranks anyone that we've seen so far so um you know maybe even Mackenzie. so she was spared
1: we don't know We don't know.
0: Yeah. And that's why at the beginning when he he was, you know, she and Nick were married to each other. I'm like, you know, maybe she secretly detests Gilead because she knows if her father hadn't been in the position he was in, she would be dead. But it seems... Not like that's the case. I think, unfortunately, Rose has been kind of a poorly developed character.
1: Agreed. Um, I was going to say that. Yeah, they did not really. De- uh, that's what I was going to say. They didn't really develop that. And they it started there. Mm-hmm. I thought we were going to get more. Even, um, I believe, was it not in the first episode, we kind of discussed, she seems to know about June. Yeah. And, and, you know, and yeah. we didn't really get more than it. We didn't get more than that. But her saying in this episode when she dumps him, you know, you'd rather go run after your girlfriend, right? You yeah. Know? And he admits, of course, you know, I've tried to, get yeah, her. I just can't quit you, June.
0: I know that's just what I was thinking. I just can't quit her. I've tried. He goes, too. I try, and he goes, I tried, and I can't do it.
1: And once you um, see that murder face, you <laughs> maybe it's her O face. That's what he's
0: well you know there was back. a term that came out in house of the dragon that i'm kind of obsessed with sea struck see you next tuesday struck and and both nick and and luke seemed to be sea oh, struck over june so
1: yep. <laughs> no, exactly um but uh yeah it's that was interesting i uh, but yeah that wasn't really developed the whole hierarchy of um gilead which i had also i'm continually hoping that we get more of it remains underdeveloped i we still don't really know how powerful lawrence is is it just regionally is it nationally for all of Gilead, you know yeah Um, we don't really know and there does her dad and other rumblings do seem to hint towards a more like a kind of hardline older block that Mm -hmm. we don't really see yeah that are kind of making maybe more the military decisions at this point and stuff like that um so but we don't really get to see it i thought maybe after the plane thing this episode we might have gotten a little bit of that from lawrence um because he seemed to you know be also the fact that he tried to take her out last episode, which totally went over my head. I, you know, I didn't know. I, I it didn't even occur to me until <clears> they <throat> said it, that they were purposely trying to kill June.
0: Yeah. And I think it's more Mackenzie trying to do that than Lawrence, but I don't think Lawrence but, is completely unaware that yeah. it's happening. He's, he's just not trying to stop it.
1: You just don't know. Yeah. it don't really give you a um, insight into it. It's interesting I know I, I don't or I should say I don't know if you watch. Do you watch the show Andor?
0: No, I haven't Disney started Plus? watching it yet.
1: This show is really fascinating for a it is definitely the best thing. May I maybe I say best is you know a sliding scale, but it's the most I would say most adult or dramatic show that they've made on Disney Plus for any of oh. these franchises. And one of the best parts about it is that it, for the first time, it really gives you insight into how the empire, like the Nazi-like structure of it.
0: Oh, interesting. Yeah. As I'm
1: watching it, I'm getting, I'm thinking of Gilead all the time,
0: Mm, and I'm like, gosh, I
1: wish we could see more of this interplay and how, like the even the office politics of working in the Capitol or something, or you know, like I, I just, I think that that would be. Rife with the same sort of conflicts and questions, um, and maybe would even give them a chance to give a nod to more modern day political stuff. Um, so, I do see a kind of uh, I don't know if they're every streaming service now wants to make like 50 uh, spin offs and everything, but Hulu is in a weird spot because. I don't I mean the next time this show comes on there might not be a Hulu you might be watching this on Disney plus
0: right yeah it's kind of weird so
1: and once it moves there though then if it is it's successful because it already is in other countries people who are listening to this podcast who I think are in the UK at least I know that it's on like Disney there's like a I don't know what it's called star. I think hmm. it's like a special branded more adult section, but it mixes stuff unless you, you know, you can do the kids filter thing, but yeah. So we'll see because if it is successful, that would be interesting to me. Um, yeah. you know, maybe, maybe even like, a a Lawrence, flashback mini series like 6 episodes where we see oh yeah a young serena and a young lawrence and young fred and how even though we are they weren't that young we kind of saw parts of it in <laughs> flashback already right but if they recast it you know did that would be kind of cool you know yeah
0: you know um i've always kind well and it's funny because i just read an article today actually you might be honest something i read an article that just came out today and the showrunner was saying um like uh, he loves these characters so much could you imagine like a whole show about um and I wouldn't pick these two characters, but a whole show about Moira or a whole show about Rita. Um, the one thing I've been really interested that I think they could do while they're kind of, I don't know how long they're going to wait to do the Testaments, but I would love to see like a a six to eight um, episode season called um, The Handmaid's. Tale. and i would love for them to do a flashback of some of the handmaids that we had that passed away for their backstories like alma and brianna and even her walking partner oh, Lily that ended yeah. up getting blown up i would like love to, yes kind of like oh and of matthew um i would love to see them take like a core group of like you know maybe it's it's even like four handmaids and you know, a couple of Marthas like Beth and um, 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 Sienna, you know, kind of what their origins were, um just you kind of have it as like a companion piece to understand who they were better because we know beth was like a had a james beard nomination as a chef and you know little sienna wanted to be a radiologist (laughs) and you know we know these like little pieces of their lives but we don't really know anything about them so i i always thought that would be a really interesting kind of season to have I, yeah. I like,
1: I like, that's interesting. That's all. That's like, um, tales of the walking dead.
0: Yes, they have that yeah. show
1: that were just kind of one-offs that exist in the universe.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: yeah. and it, you know, I was going to mention to you actually, I'd never seen this, but I guess there's a, a, an, either an ITV or a BBC series that's titled I am, and it's all different stories of women.
0: Oh. And it's like,
1: I am Rebecca, I am Evelyn, or I and they've done a bunch of them. I think they're like films.
0: Oh, interesting. And
1: there's a new one that's coming out that's getting some, uh, some press, but um, I think they have done like five or six of them. It's similar, but I, I think it's similar to how, you know, BBC, like Luther, like one episode will be like an hour and a half. It's mm-hmm. almost like a movie. Yeah. Um, I think it's similar to that. And it's, it's one director who I, and I think a writer who are working uh, maybe, I don't know if it's the same person or two different people to do this, but, uh, and it's all starring famous actresses that you would recognize. Hmm. Interesting. Um, but it reminded me of that, like a kind of, I am a handmade yeah. And then different story, but my
0: name is, yeah, so you know, how name, they yeah, have that. Scene. Oh, exactly. Yeah. My yeah. name
1: is, yeah, that would be a good one. But I yeah. think that, the, you know, that I've always respected as a, as a person who gets into the, like the, you know, the lost game of Thrones, you know, kind of mythology type sides of things. I kind of respected the way the handmaid's tale has always kept the story about June and, mm-hmm. and a personal journey and it's about like trauma and and humans rather than you know the intricacies of gilead but hell if they're getting the ratings and it and yeah i would watch a, i think it would be really interesting to see the political interplay of of what caused this country to rise and yeah. even to see some of the battles or whatever you know it's yeah. Kind of well, interesting stuff, yeah.
0: I've always really wanted a, a flashback, like a backstory episode on Tuello, too. In fact, yeah, I think I said last week I'd love to see a a, a kind of an origin story, like if we got Tuello and Lawrence in the same one, kind of almost what was wow. happening to each of them in the same timeline in the past as, as things geared up towards Gilead. I thought that would be kind of fascinating,
1: in my um, mind. Um. It's his backstory is parenthood. He's that character. <laughs> right. And then he, I can't remember what, and I think they, divorced, didn't they divorce it? And he just kind of like went off and, I don't know. and started a new career in the government. And now, yeah, but I agree. Cause he too, at times, you know, like, uh, you know, like Bradley Whitford's character, they're uh, Lawrence, they're pulled by their country right or by yeah. the obligation of the power they represent or yeah. fueling, like, or that they could have too but obviously to i think is a, a good guy just the way i mean how did serena end up there he got right. her there.
0: it had to be him i i definitely but, uh, agree of course
1: yes and- <laughs> so i think that that shows this guy is really like he's probably the nicest dude on the show <laughs> you know what i mean like
0: It seems that way for sure. I um it does seem that way. And Luke
1: is a good guy too.
0: He is. But but let's let's talk about June and Luke and yeah and everything that leads up to getting to the train. First of all, you know, and what's also interesting and Tuello, because he's really woven into this too, but it's interesting like it seems like June has finally like settled into real life when she's like sipping her coffee and Tuello comes to say oh we got the gunman and what's so interesting I noticed about him this episode is that when he he either shows up as a friend and addresses them by first name or he's there on official business and they become Ms. Osborne and Mr. Van Cole you know it's 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 really interesting how he can he's at least attempting to separate um between them um, you know, like he's starting at her friend mode with June, which I think is good because she really was going to kill him last season, that one part. But, um, he, he is, he does seem to be like a good guy. And, and I think there's, what's also interesting about him in this story is he is probably the one true observer to the love story of June and Nick, yeah, and um, it became so interesting. A lot, <laughs> A lot of bridges. I know it became so interestingly clear when he when he met with Nick. We we're going to talk about June Luke, but we're we're kind of on Tuello. Um, he he met with Nick, and Nick was like, "I'm I'm nobody," and he's like, "You're not nobody." He goes, "Not not to her." So he clearly sees. June's love for him, even though she's in this relationship with her husband, ironically. And um and it's validated when she says you've got to get a message to Nick to let him know we're safe, you know. Um yeah. So it's yeah, it's it's very um, it's interesting how he's this observer in a way he's act he plays an active role yet he's probably the only one that really under that probably has the best understanding of their relationship um outside of them so um
1: it's, but it's, june and yeah. nick for me that's the pair i, I think yes yeah like luke what a good guy and the i mean when we first met him it was the heartbreak of being pulled away right mm-hmm. we, we saw that's our introduction and that has put him behind a proverbial eight ball right kind yeah. of within his own masculinity which he struggles with how is he right i want to say i want to save you you know but i just feel like they, they are together because of the circumstances. I almost feel like in real life, their marriage would maybe not have lasted. And I feel like it would, June would have met a Nick somewhere at some point, or maybe he, I feel like he's a little, I don't know if the dedication is because of the situation, but I, I don't know. I, I kind of feel like, uh, maybe I'm just shipping. Yeah. At this point, okay? right?
0: <laughs> well, you know, I think I, th- I feel yeah. like June
1: and Nick are the real like love pair here, and I, maybe I, that's I, how we'll yeah. end. Yeah,
0: I think if Gilead had never come along, I do think, and everything continued on status quo, I do think they would have probably continued because neither of them seemed to want more, and they didn't really need more at that point and i do think it's gilead changed june in such a significant way that she actually became i think the woman her mother always knew she had the potential to become True. in terms of this you know she's kind of like this badass rebel now um what while she didn't she-, she didn't choose to activate in this season True. but i think she's going to have to next season especially you know she gets on that train with serena and those two together i will say it every day and twice on sunday when they're good together they're freaking amazing like yeah. they're un- they, they'll be unstoppable and so if they choose to work together to somehow infiltrate gilead to help bring it down it'll be awesome um, and that's that's honestly like you know <laughs> we see them on the train at the end and I started both laughing and crying at the same time because laughing because June looked so pissed off and crying because I was so happy because I feel like we're close to getting what I really want out of these two characters which is like badass partnership
1: I agree with you uh, I I think I I had a dream that um uh they would kind of really learn from each other and that serena would become an atheist by the end of the <laughs> season and be like no no i don't like any of this shit um she's got it serena has to change in that respect but will this teach her that after what is she going to have a conversation more so with june because they they did broach it a bit before but re- like what you know, and tell her, I'd like to see a conversation. This is, I ran away, you know, and I know how you felt and everything we we were wrong, you know? Um, I don't know if we're going to get that.
0: Yeah. I I don't know if Serena will, I mean, and Serena is someone that has power too, right? Could you imagine, well, among certain circles in, in Gilead, I think with the women, because she wrote that kind of, you know, I don't want to call it a feminist manifesto. It was kind of anti-feminist, but it was about, you know, a woman's place, how she, you know, she wrote this book about why women should take a step back from work to concentrate on their families and their children and everything like that, which seemed like it was, you know, really just kind of devoured by women in certain circles and could you imagine if she like gets to alaska and writes another book and um it gets published you know and it's kind of a a, like a different take on gilead like my time as a you know on on handmade lights (laughs) and light or whatever and it gets into the hands of women in gilead somehow you know it would be like the biggest
1: i'm sure That would be great. I would love to see a change like that. And I'd love to see them work together like that. And I'd love to see when I got, when Nick, when we saw Nick at the end, I don't mean to diverge what you're saying, but when we saw Nick at the end for a second, I was like, wait a second. Did he run back to America? And then they got his (laughs) wife, you know, like I was like, Oh no. Okay. He is still there. But if Nick can, kind of get out of there now it doesn't have anything holding them you know well except
0: gilead Except like he's Gilly. technically in a prison right now
1: <laughs> that's true i shouldn't say that's that i, I met with his wife you're right right but we don't know i mean yeah i, I maybe they're gonna let you know it, it's just uh something that happened and then you know yeah lawrence will let him back in because they do have this very special relationship oh yeah um and he saved father La- and son
0: yeah and he saved lawrence that first time yeah. after angel's flight for sure for sure Um, So
1: that would be cool if they could, if everyone can get together and work against Gilead have kind of, you know, be on this in a resistance. That's what I think we all would like to see. But they too, just as actresses together on the screen are fantastic. And that's kind of, I guess, the way I feel about Nick and June too, is it just might be that I feel like they do have more chemistry Mm -hmm. where Luke and June do have even from the first episode and even in flashbacks i don't know i just never felt the chemistry with them that's just i i I don't know that's just kind of how i felt um and maybe that was purposeful because we're supposed to feel that tension of their separation
0: yeah maybe how it
1: would change her um and he's a great actor i've seen that dude what's his name again it's like t-a-o Ot. Um.
0: He goes by Ot, and then his last name is unpronounceable to me. But okay, yeah.
1: (laughs) So he's a great actor. So it's not him.
0: You know what I'm saying? Like I've seen
1: him in other things where I thought that he had chemistry with people, um, with men and women. Because I remember there was a when I what was he first in that I really made notice of him. It was that HBO show, um. What was it called again? I can't remember. I'm gonna to have to look him up now while we're talking about something else. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually um
0: I'm actually trying to kind of look him up. Um to I'm looking to see if it has anything about his personal looking, life. Which
1: I loved on HBO. Oh, um, oh I remember show. that show. Yep. And he that was when he first really came to my attention. That was 2014. And I was like, yeah, I really like, and he, and I felt he had chemistry with the guy that he was supposed to be in love with on that show. So it's not like mm. he's not capable of having chemistry with someone to me, but I just have never felt it with him in June. And I just also, I guess I do. It's interesting because yes, June has a son, a, a son, June has a daughter with both of these men. Right. You know, and, and that, and now, I wonder with Nick uh, and uh, his wife—that is his kid, right?
0: Yes, yeah, I'm pretty
1: sure. I just, yeah. you know, what I—I I mean, I—I I mean, he has acted like that, but everything's so weird in Gilead that you just don't know. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, he—he he does. Nick does seem the type that if he knew her and found out that she got pregnant or something, you know what I'm saying? Like. Mm-hmm. I know they yeah. never made mention of that, but I, I don't know. Now I'm just getting into fanfic now. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I, I do. I think that the Nick and June thing, where, where is she going? I guess she's a, she's supposed. It was so when they said, when he was like, "We're in Canada, and we're gonna go west." They're
0: going to Vancouver. Oh, okay. He, he mentioned that the train was gonna to go to Vancouver. Okay, okay. From there they could get a boat to the to, States.
1: Or go to Hawaii. Well,
0: well, I I almost think that's a long boat to Hawaii.
1: But um, that was mentioned, and didn't she say, wasn't they, she talk-
0: Yeah, she was kind of talking okay. to Nicole that they yeah. were gonna end up in Hawaii. Yeah. I however have a feeling those two are going to end up in Alaska. Um oh, and they're gonna stay there. And I think it's a more interesting place for them to be other than hawaii it's still um on the north american continent
1: mm-hmm. it uh, represents still, a freedom a do it yourself yeah, kind yeah of and life.
0: i th- i think they're gonna get there and they're gonna find a lot of um mayday idea people wow okay, like cool. this see my theory for next season is they are they you know instead of treason and coconuts they're going to go for treason and flannel shirts and uh, be in Alaska Serena's going to write a book that causes so much stir Gilead's going to end up taking Serena and even maybe baby Noah out and June is to set up the testaments June is going to have to place go into hiding and place Nicole in hiding as well.
1: Oh, okay. Interesting. Because, and
0: and I say this cuz I think June's already had like a couple assassination attempts against her, yeah. which yeah. which is noted in the testaments. Um oh, okay. whether they count these as as the two or not, but um I feel like something very serious, more serious is going to have to happen for her and Nicole to separate. And um and my boyfriend is from Iran, and th- you know, there's been so many protests going on there for almost two months now. It's yeah, been incredible because yeah. they've never really had anything like this it's since tough. since the it's revolution, the bad revolution happened in 79. But he says anytime someone gets close to looking like a leader that could take down the current government they just have them killed which makes me think that is going to be like a a page out of Gilead's playbook it already has been because June is such a a force like they couldn't get her to their side to go to New Bethlehem and and you know say the Americans were reckless so they have to take her out because she's still a like a beacon of hope um, and if Serena becomes the same, then they're going to have two um thorns on their side to deal with. And so that's kind of what I think um, may happen.
1: I like it. I am. I'm all for that. And I think that um that sounds good to me. I'd like to see Serena change like that. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I wouldn't like to see June be separated from her baby. Well, but. Spoiler alert! So that is, is definitely written.
0: going to happen. So
1: that's yeah. right. I, that's okay. Yeah. Uh, I I I hope that June makes a decision to, like Tuella said, like take that power and and yes. maybe she pushes Serena that maybe they write a book together.
0: Oh, that would be amazing. Okay? And <laughs> right, it's
1: like my captor, my friend or something. Was yeah someone, I think someone wrote a book called that.
0: <laughs> About um what's it called? Um
1: Stockholm syndrome yes.
0: or I was gonna call it Swedish syndrome. <laughs> Swedish but I was syndrome. close. Um, but, um
1: yeah that's interesting. That I mean hey that taken out the lead, but that's a playbook the United States has done again and again in countries where mm-hmm. we want the right person to be in charge. That's how Iran ended up like, you know by the united states and other countries kind of propping up um what was what was a dude's name that they ran out before the shah um,
0: oh yeah i don't i'm not sure but yeah but anyway what do you have any ideas for big theories or predictions for the last season of this show
1: um you, you know I I don't I don't have any huge theories because I I kind of am limited by the fact that I don't know about the testaments right mm. so it, it you kind should of
0: audiobook does. that
1: yeah I, sh- I should but I don't want to spoil I kind of wanna there's certain parts of the journey but well, I don't know how that's written you had to explain to me it's yeah, a little different right the
0: testaments actually June is not a main character in it but aunt lydia hannah and nicole are okay okay because most of it takes place about probably now 12 years from where we're currently at actually 14 years from where we're currently at
1: Oh, okay yeah okay maybe i will do that but um i guess
0: it's like a bookend i don't think it's really going to give much away from next season there are just going to be some breadcrumbs next season that probably lead up to it
1: yeah I don't know I don't really have much I have hopes as I've expressed that mainly that June is able to move forward and focus her attention towards using the power she has to help the people of Gilead right Mm -hmm. mainly women who don't want to be there uh, that's my main hope. I hope somehow that she and Nick are able to get together. I hope Luke is not tortured or harmed by the Canadian government. It's hard for me to think that they would do that, but I know. Here I am as American, but they've done some not great shit, Canada. Um, so I hope that that, I mean, I found that to be that whole situation. We really didn't talk about the weirdness of he was protecting her. They know the guy was a Gilead sympathizer. Right. Yeah. He ran her over. That scene was yes. crazy. Oh my
0: God. Yeah. It
1: was so reminiscent of the protest shit we saw a couple of years uh, ago. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And I did read something where they said they kind of took that from that, that that idea was with them where they were writing and making and oh, shooting interesting. that. Yeah. Um, so. What was I saying? Um,
0: We were talking about (laughs) we did talk about how crazy that scene was and probably that Luke then beat the shit out of that guy. And here's the one thing I'm kind of upset about is like finally luke gets his like i'm a freaking to... badass that's, moment and we don't really see any of it
1: that's what i mean I, about I was,
0: yeah i was kind of hoping yeah. for like a john snow Ramsey bolton yep you know moment and it, it, for him to go really ape but all it looks like is like he, that he punched him three times and maybe hit him with the butt of the gun and that's what killed him like yeah. But we didn't even really see it. It was So It was very odd choice. But, you know, Elizabeth Moss directed this episode. So I blame her.
1: <laughs> I think, well, I think it's purposeful. And I think that there is a kind of, um, uh, you know, a, 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 there's always a that masculinity question with him is a, a big part of the show. Right. I mean, he lost her. Right. He felt mm-hmm. the whole time kind of emasculating him. And I think the show does emasculate him. And I think that there's a purposefulness to it. But I think in that case, that could have been a very interesting mirror to June and Commander Lawrence, right? Uh, Not Commander Lawrence, Fred, Mm. right? the way that we could have had a kind of mirror there with the end of the season. And like you're saying with Ramsey, just pounding away, you know, Um, because he's so angry too. And it could have shown in a sense, the way that they're, you know, men, the men of women who have uh, had, who have had rape or, or, you know, molestate, whatever happened to them, whatever it may be along the spectrum, Um, that that pain can be transferred and you feel, right? Like, I feel like there's, I always kind of felt that with Luke, that they're kind of always hitting the same nail on the head with him. Mm -hmm. And uh, it would have been interesting to see that expression. And even here again, he gives himself up for her, right? And she goes away. He's not able to go with them, but he is able to distract so she can escape which is a, a good act on his part i wonder how much we're going to follow along with his case and you know will Tuella be involved in it and what's going on with that right because he well he is now a canadian he is he in a no he's not a canadian citizen he's still an american citizen right
0: mm-hmm.
1: so Tuella would i guess have to be involved yeah. Whatever happens yeah. with me. So I think so, probably. That's going to be June's thing now. It's reversed where she's trying to get him out. It's, I think the, Maybe. That's, I, I but I, where I they're hope they're gonna we don't
0: actually, I hope we actually don't see her spending all of next season trying to get him out of jail because what's the point of that? The point, you know, <laughs> I mean, yeah, well, he's her, jail. he's her husband, but the bigger issue is to take down Gilead. Yes, right? I agree. I agree. And I yeah. Agree.
1: oh man i wonder though if that if if somehow that situation politically could be used you know Uh, does luke become a symbol of someone who was just trying to protect his wife a protect protect a woman a man trying to protect a woman and he's in jail does it maybe cause some men you know, we keep on talking about June, like, cause doesn't this this resistance would perhaps need more men that are do more than Lawrence or Nick, right? That pick up a, a gun or a mm-hmm. freaking shovel or something and try to take down Gilead. We haven't, we've only really get Tuella as that kind of symbol, right? Right. So that yeah. would be interesting. You need um, allies, as they say
0: yeah yeah they do they definitely do so yeah well anything else about the episode or the season or anything else no I think that's
1: that's it for me um like I said not I didn't feel like it was as full as some of the other seasons Mm -hmm. I, um, but I don't feel that there was any less quality. I was still involved with the characters. I'm interested in seeing what happens next season. Um, and I, you know, just a lot of June murder face though. A lot of that.
0: Yeah, there was a lot of June murder face this season. Um, (laughs) there was a lot. For sure. In fact, I made a joke at one point, and I'll I'll share it with like friends if I do it. Just like eat the images, but I made a joke that I could probably go back through The Handmaid's Tale and watch everything, and like take images of June's murder face and create a, an annual calendar, like oh, a murder face wonderful. for every month. <laughs> yeah. Um, it'd be kind of funny. So yeah, yeah, definitely. Well Axel, thanks so much for joining me to wrap up the season. And listeners, thanks all for to everyone who participated in the podcast this season, um who listened in. I really appreciate it. And we just had a, a a really interesting election in the United States. I'm glad that people are not letting the bastards grind them down and that they're getting out and voting. It was um You know, we're still waiting to hear about some things, but it was a very exciting election. But
1: people still voted for Herschel Walker, though. Uh, It's hard to go. (laughs) I I, I laugh, but it's like, (laughs) really? I mean, come on.
0: I guess those are the people that don't care about the bastards grinding them down, but you know, to, to sign off, don't let the bastards grind you down. And we will be back for the final season of the Handmaid's Tale season six in what it sounds like probably about a year. So take care everyone.